Mike. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, How's it Frank? going, Mike? <laughs> How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. Surviving out here in Chicago. How oh, you doing? I heard. Hey, surviving too. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July or tomorrow. <laughs> Close. Well, it airs today. Or what? What? That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> um, I wanted to kick things off here. Unlike we usually do. But uh, this one's for America, Mike. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Hey, that man uh, loves America, Mike. <laughs> okay, he must be a rich white guy. <laughs> that was Ray Charles right there. Can't be. Ray Charles. That was a live performance of, of that song. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. That really is. Hey, he's amazing. Man, could you imagine a DJ Khaled coming out with something like that right now? <laughs> well, first of all, he would introduce Ray Charles. It's DJ Carter, DJ Khaled. Another introducing one. Introducing Ray Charles. <laughs> Is DJ Khaled the best piano player? I, f- I love it because it's Ray Charles, and I think yeah. he's very um, you know representative of kind of modern America, you know? In For a lot sure. of ways, uh, for sure. I don't know. I, 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 some, some would song. say the soul of America. Man. <laughs> Seriously, man, that what a great song, man. And yeah, it's beautiful. I, I love when he throws in there at the end. You know I, that he loves America, and you know you should too. And there's there's a lot of reason for that. A lot of hate for America this week, man. And on the social medias, man, I was shocked by it. Oh. From what I was seeing, uh, Emma was showing me some stuff. I couldn't believe it. It didn't make any sense to me. This week, I think, you know, we talked about it, all the flags, man. But yeah. I think this week showed the divide because. Yeah, absolutely. You, you went to these, like, more rural areas. It was fucking red, white, and blue. Right. You know what I mean? It was like a bald eagle flew overhead and just threw up on the whole town. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but then you go into, like, Chicago, and it was just these pride flags and, you know. A lot of like, a lot of hate for like people. More people are putting up shit against the Supreme Court than putting up flags. It's in some areas. It's so bizarre you know to I mean? me, honestly, man. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Um, I had an idea earlier. I kind of went off on a little rant in the backyard, but uh, I have this feeling that uh, or I have an idea. If you hate America this week, and you have that Ukraine flag emoji on your bio on Twitter, you can get the fuck out and go to Ukraine. Yeah, go to Ukraine. Go hang go. with a uh, dear lad, <laughs> dear leader, Daddy uh, Vladimir Zelensky, and uh, he he could guide you to the to the promised land. You know, Frank, get just out. Go to fucking just go to Europe. It was like trending moving to Europe. Yeah, it was go. Like the number one search. Go. That's what go. I'm saying. I, I can't wait for you fucking people to leave. Go see what it's like. I can't wait for all you black people to go to Poland. See how welcoming <laughs> they are. Everyone against or uh, fuming over uh, Roe v. Wade, go to Poland. Good luck getting an abortion there. Go anywhere in Europe, man, and just see how fucking. How much better it is, dude. You're going to live in a tiny-ass apartment. You're gonna, it's a tiny apartment where you're sharing the bathroom at the end of the hall with all the other <laughs> right. units. Right? Yeah. And, and you're, you've been living in America your whole life? Let me tell you, every time you go to a restaurant, you're going to have to order two meals. Those fucking <laughs> f***ers don't know how to eat, dude. They eat like fucking birds. They do eat like birds, man. Seriously. <laughs> I always say there's like a fine line between French and f- so there's a reason the reason they look the same they could, they're the only ones that could fit in those tight pants you know what i mean like so i i really think it's a good move now hey you hate america so much go to ukraine you guys love ukraine go go, go check it out go. you know you love the leader there i'm all for it if you were to go i think many people around here would say yeah 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 go for it yeah go could, uh, go to lo- Sweden. Go to Sweden and go pay 70% tax. <laughs> right. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Fucking morons, dude. I was just taken aback by it because like, I did note lots of American flags. Um, I found the Pride Parade thing got a little out of hand this month leading up to the 4th. So out of hand. I dude. showed Emma that video going around of the fat dude in the underwear twerking in front of the like five-year-old girl. Did you see that? Yeah, what is going on? I, sh- I sh- Without context, I showed the video and I said, tell me what part of LGBTQ plus this gentleman belongs to. This guy who looks like a neighborhood dad in his underwear twerking on the street. Uh, 
seriously, what what is his cause? What yeah, what does that have to do? What are you accomplishing? What is he being oppressed from? Twerking in his underwear on the street? You know, I come from a time when that was called indecent exposure, and that guy was hauled yeah. off to jail to sober uh, up. You come from a time that's called today. I can't go do <laughs> I can't go do that today. Why is this man doing this? <laughs> this should not be allowed, man. I think it's pretty unbelievable. Yes. But we've, I showed it to Emma, little out of context. She was pretty shocked by it. Uh, and I said, this is where uh, Pride is now. This is Pride Month, um, I guess. And I was hoping for a little extra patriotism heading into the fourth. Didn't seem to see it or find it online. Emma was telling me, the big trend on TikTok and the big trend in the uh, Instagram, Facebook world, right, is uh, not a great year to celebrate America because of, what is it, Roe v. Wade? Is that the big one? I recall this same narrative back in 2020. No one wanted to do the 4th of July because of uh, George Floyd, I think. Yeah, wasn't that Floyd. it? Yeah, it was George. Well, Floyd. I was just about to say now they're they're ca- they're canceling a lot of celebrations because of that fucking kid that got shot in Ohio. They just released the tape like right as we were coming live. Um, you're talking about the live video of it. Yeah, they actually released some of the body cam footage. This is of uh, what was the kid's name? Jalen Walker. 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 Yeah, Jalen Walker fucking idiot um let's see here i'm trying to find it here we go this is a good morning america this is what happened over the weekend the city of akron ohio bracing for protests following the police shooting of jalen walker who died this week in what appears to have been a hail of gunfire his family and the community demanding answers abc's elwin lopez has more This morning, the family of a 25-year-old man shot and killed by officers now demanding answers. We'd like to know why he shot down like a dog. Simple as that. He acted like why a dog. Why is that necessary? Oh, Jalen Walker's aunt <laughs> says her nephew was gunned down after authorities say a police chase right ensued yeah. over track. Of course. I'm going to explain this to them in language they can understand. <laughs> of course. Y'all act like a rabid dog. They're going to shoot you down like a rabid dog. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and continue to play. <laughs> Traffic violation early Monday. Police say the pursuit went on for several minutes and claim gunfire rang out from the suspect's car. Walker, they say, then fled on foot. We have grave questions about how a traffic stop involving an equipment violation ends up in a hail of guns. Oh, what? What? That's the best part. That's the best part. As if he rode his lawnmower on an unimproved road. Like, no, this guy, this guy led the police on a high-speed chase. Are you, I know. That's... An, an equipment violation. Go fuck yourself. Dude, they gloss Go it. fuck yourself. Oh my god, I'm having so such a hard time containing my stuff because the video came out now, and you know what? It sh- oh, go ahead, play the video. Play the rest of the clip. The video just came out literally be- right before we went on air. I saw the bulletin. It was a yeah. deadly threat to them. Adding that in response, officers discharged their firearms, striking the suspect. And while body camera footage of the incident has not yet been released, affiliate WEWS says the medical examiner's report shows Walker suffered gunshot wounds to multiple parts of his body, but it's unclear how many times he was shot. There was so much going on there that they've been working actually around the clock to capture, <laughs> to catalog. The police involved shooting deaths leading to city officials canceling July 4th celebrations as they brace for more protests. Of course. Walker's family says his death remains shrouded in mystery. Mm. Jalen was a very sweet young man, so this, <laughs> we don't mystery. understand this at all. Shrouded in what mystery? to release mystery. body camera videos from the incident on Sunday. Uh, Elwin Lopez, today. ABC News, Atlanta. And so, Mike, uh, fill us in. What did this body cam footage show? <laughs> so this angel who I'm sure any day now is going to put down the guns and the drugs and <laughs> yeah. straighten out his life, maybe become a Supreme Court justice. Oh, of just course. Just like George, just like George Floyd was about to. Too. That's right. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> the saddest part is these black men keep getting shot down right before they're about to turn their lives around. It's crazy. 
It's fucking crazy. <laughs> they were an angel up until a year ago where they took a bad turn and then they were about to get their life together and the cops killed them. It's crazy. Uh, so I'm sure this angel right before he's about, you know? Right. Right, right, right before he's about to get his life together. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so he had run from the cops the day before. And they didn't chase him, or they did, it was a, a, a short chase, and they let him go. Wait, wait, you're saying, so the day before this shooting, yes. where they chased him again, they had chased him the day previously. There, there was a chase. They had chased him the day a day. Previously. Then the next day happened, and he's like, I'm going to get into another chase with the cops. Yeah. Okay. So he gets to, they go to pull him over. Okay. He runs. And now they have the video came out as the as he's driving away. He, first, he's wearing a ski mask. Oh, why? He, uh, nobody Mike, knows. We all wear ski masks driving during the day. Was this nighttime? Well, that, well, for, well, that's how you know he's on his way. To, that's how, Frank. That's how you know he's on his way to church. Every time I'm on my way to say, to sing in the choir, I put say. my ski when mask I'm, on. When I'm headed to church on a 90 degree July day, uh, <laughs> I put on my ski mask. You know, just wear a ski mask. I grab my ski mask. I grab my nine, an extra mag, and I fucking go to go sing at the choir. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Normal Saturday evening, That's Friday right. evening, whatever. Ninety degrees out. So, I'm gonna put that ski mask on, you know, just in case. <laughs> and then you know, as he's in the middle of praying to the Lord, these cops are pulling him over, right? And uh, he, you know, the Lord spoke to him and told him to shoot at the cops. <laughs> so, so he shot. In the he, video, he did shoot. In the vid- in the video, you could see flashes coming from the car. Wow. He was definitely shooting at the cops. And then he slows the car down to a crawl, gets out, and runs on foot. They try to taser him, but he dodges the tasers, and then he turns towards them, man. I mean, wow, he's making too many moves. It's dark. They know you have a gun for sure, and he may, you know, why didn't just stop? Just stop. Yeah, and you're fine. I'm sure he was high too. When you're high, you can you can take a taser. The adrenaline. Yeah, and you can just no the taser. Apparently, the tasers missed. Yeah, tasers are bull. That's so stupid. They should go to rubber bullets or something, man. No, no. I think we need to go to fucking hollow point, uh, aim for the head, and just fucking, dude, we need to start executing more of these fucking... (laughs) So the the only thing that does look bad is apparently... uh, This one's going to be hard to defend, but... uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Apparently there was like 90-something rounds that were shot. Oh, my God. He was hit like 60 times. That's a lot of bullets. So I'd argue you could, I'd, I'd argue uh, you could go you could go like 55 less bullets maybe. <laughs> maybe. I was on your side. I was on your side up to 30. I I'm mean, no gun Jesus expert Christ. or a police officer myself, but I would argue maybe a few less than the 60 plus uh, shots. Guys fired. Unloaded. I'll give you I'll give you four <laughs> each. Even that's only 32. Uh, <laughs> It's a bit much. I'm going to maybe, I'm going to speculate here. Maybe one of those gentlemen who got beat out in the chase the night before happened to show up and he wanted to get in a few extra rounds just to prove his point. That's kind of what I'm seeing uh, in this scenario here. Sounds like a revenge killing to me if I were to ever uh, see anything. Uh, (laughs) No, this is an unfortunate situation, and I agree with you. We we always talk about this where... uh, Here's where you went wrong immediately. You started to run. That's number one. Number two, you decided it was a good idea to discharge your firearm at the police officers. Now while these, running from the while cops? Now yes. these guys are going to unload on you. You've they're going to op- kill you. Yeah, they're going to kill you. You've opened up this, you've opened this situation up to that opportunity now. All, it, even if you're running, don't fire the gun. Leave the gun in the car and don't- run. You know what I'm saying? If you want to run, don't run. But if you run, don't shoot your gun. If you're going to shoot your gun, you're going to get shot. And then, uh, you know what's going to happen is these semi-bogus riots are going to occur, and they're not going to be as powerful. Look, the whole George Floyd thing happened because there wasn't really a gun involved, and he didn't discharge any kind of weapon in that moment. Yeah, it was kind of like a stupid crime. it, It was a bad cop move, and, and it, it was exacerbated yeah. Yeah, by the situation dude, the- uh, in the country. But... In, the, in yeah, these moments, the one thing they always say, like they keep saying, is you know a speeding ticket—that's not a death sentence. Yeah, but running from them is right. You know, so 
because once you run from them, dude, now who who's running from the cop because of a speeding ticket? I'm not running. Yeah, the second you fire the gun, you it's know? game over, dude. What did the you fire the yeah, gun? I just don't get and it. Why man. did you? Ha- why do you even have the gun? I think he was a felon already. I don't even know, but. Well, look, uh, if you're running from the cops, you're in a situation or you've been in situations that deem it necessary for you to run from the cops. If you're running from the cops and if you're running and shooting at the cops, dude, like you're a piece of shit, dude. I don't care what happens to you after that point. Look, we need to get you off the street. I was pulled over recently for a bullshit maneuver. I shouldn't have been pulled over for it. I pulled over uh, and took the ticket. And I went on my way. At no point did I think, I'm going to run. Or, uh, you know what I'm going to do here is I'm going to shoot this guy and see if I'm I can a, get away I'm going to grab it. the gun. <laughs> it never even crossed my mind, Mike. This ticket's $145. <laughs> Fuck that. Grab the gun. This is yeah, I'm going to reach for that guy's gun and shoot him and then make a run for it. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, like, this kid's mom is on there crying. And I, it's your son. I get it. Oh, no matter it's heartbreaking. What it's a tragedy. Dude, no matter no, what, no your doubt. son's an angel, right? But right. Actually, it wasn't even his mom. His mom's... I don't even know where his mom is. It was his aunt, I guess, is what's raising him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, she's yeah. on there crying. <laughs> she's crying, Lock and she goes... Up. She goes, he was a good boy. If only they knew him for five minutes. And I'm like, I just want to be like, lady... They interacted with him for five, five minutes. minutes, and during those five minutes, he ran and shot a gun at them. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's why they shot him 60 times. They didn't want any more time with him. They had enough time with him. Ma'am, if like, this were a job interview, not a good first impression. Not a good... Yeah. <laughs> you, t- you only get one first impression. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get that callback. I'm not going to lie. Jamal, we'll consider... We'll consider your resume. Uh, thanks for stopping Jaylen. by. Uh, so racist, dude. Oh, Jalen. Jalen, sorry. What did I say? Jamal. Jamal. <laughs> God damn. That's it. We're canceled. <laughs> the riots are coming to Denver. Oh, man. Well, let's, uh, let's see what the ladies at The View think about all this, Mike. No ladies no. at the view. <laughs> yeah, right. They need a break. They did. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, we're getting old. I really, uh, I can't believe that that happened over the weekend. I honestly wasn't even aware of it. You brought it to my attention um, via. You know who's blowing it up? I was going to say Turner. Oh, I was going to guess Maxine Waters, but the other oh, one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all of them. <laughs> All the usual suspects. Okay, well, fucking... so the video comes out today. The video shows gunshots fired. He's running. I'm going to say this uh, water under the bridge everyone forgets. I don't know, man, because they really need something. They're getting desperate, they got, man. Desperate. But here's, the th- here's what I thought about. You know why all their narratives are flopping? Because they're just... It's so inauthentic. Mm-hmm. The fear over mon- monkeypox. Not really. You know, you're on there talking about it. It's so inauthentic. You know, the fear over Roe v. Wade and everything is like, dude, I don't know, man. It's just. And this, this too is like, you're going to try to push it like you did with them. Because like, I'm already seeing now the BLM is coming back up everywhere. No, no, they can't. Yeah. No, they, everybody They're knows trying. about the mansions in Malibu. You can't hide yeah. it, dude. That was that was a scam. That was a full-on yeah. scam. By the way, you t- brought it to my attention. We never actually circled around too too much, but the uh, Black Liberation Movement. Oh yeah. Of the seventies or whatever. Right. It, the BLM just kind of crops up every twenty or thirty years. It seems like makes yeah, a little bit for of reparations they get what they can <laughs> like a they'll scoop up a supreme court judge spot yeah. and then uh, disappear for a couple decades you know so are we then kind of circling around in agreement now that we are experiencing this attempt at this liberal or this new world order 
Yeah, I don't even think they're hiding it anymore. Mike, they're not, because I'll tell you why. Give it to me, CNN. <laughs> the military analyst, the director of national intelligence, uh, they say that this could be a long e a war measured in years. And I think everybody understands why this is happening. But is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand there firm. There it is. Hey, -o. But at the same time, what I'd say to that family Excuse and to me? Americans across the <laughs> uh, baking powder? Did you say uh, liberal world order? They had to, Mike, uh, Mike, you know, with the Democrats, it's all about the rebranding, baby. They, do, they yeah. love the rebrand. 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 man. This isn't the new world order. This is liberal. You're liberal, right? Yeah, come on. Come it's on, the man. liberal world order. We're going to make the whole world like you. It's going to be great. Yeah, they'll all be gay and they'll be wearing face masks. We'll all love it, it's dude. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Be Utopia, baby. <laughs> The country is you have a president administration that is going to do everything in its power to blunt the, those price increases and bring those prices down. Uh, good news are the last two weeks we've seen the price of they're trying to not hide the fact that look, your fuel is unaffordable on purpose. We don't want you to be able to afford it. We want you to buy the electric car, the one that we can yeah. shut down whenever we feel like it and lock you in your stupid home, you sheep. Come on, don't you understand? <laughs> Come on, you sheep. <laughs> don't you idiots understand? You're sheep, we're locking you down. <laughs> Give up all your freedoms. Oh, you have a gun? Give it to me. Dude, yeah, they're really trying to come for him, huh? That failed too. Oh, that yeah. That fucking failed. Mike, this is the new world order. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse I me. think the gun. I think the order. gun thing is gonna be the is gonna be what pushes more of the black vote to the right than anything else. Yeah, I mean, yes, this... because a lot of a lot of a <laughs> yeah, lot of the right. law abiding uh, dude. Remember that video I, or that thing I sent you about the riots over the weekend? Yes. Yeah. Those are in. So the Northwest is like you know you know that's nice. A lot of people don't understand the Southwest uh, Chicago, right? Give a little it's, it's detail because we didn't really, you can't, these aren't like uh, audible. Yeah, you can't. These really aren't audio clips, uh, clips so <clears throat> kind of so, explain. You sent me a series of clips so this weekend. Twice, twice over the weekend, uh, cops were called to an area in Chicago where there was drag racing. They show up. And the mob literally fights off the cops until, <laughs> until, until dude, like, this is no joke. You got to watch the video until literally <laughs> the cop is reversing away from the scene yeah. with kids running after the car, kicking the car doors in. And then they open the doors as this guy's trying to back up. They're opening the doors and throwing fireworks into the car. And I don't know if you saw it, but he got hit. He got hurt. Because they had fireworks wrapped in nails. Oh, Jesus. I didn't catch that part. Wow. Yeah, I brought this up were... last time you talked about the mobs, and I said that Chicago needs a Batman. You guys oh, need, Batman, need Batman, like a real-life yeah, Batman. need Batman. So continue. So there's the firecracker with the nails. Yeah, so they're doing this. They're breaking windows. Three cops got hurt. It happened in the northwest side and the southwest side, right? Oh Two different areas. Yeah. And the northwest side's pretty nice, but uh, this and like the south side gets a real bad rap. Mm -hmm. But the southwest side is pretty nice. It's still like it's still predominantly black, but it's like the blue collar working class. Uh, black community of Chicago. Right. That's where like a lot of your your teachers, uh, you know the the, the city workers. Yeah. That's, that's where a lot of them live. And it's just a it's a really nice blue collar area, but they're getting pissed off because this shit's coming into their area too now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's why it's it's sad to see that. What are you doing? The like no, but that's why these. That's why I'm telling you, you like black Batman, voters, dude. they want they want guns because what do you do? What do you do when you're call, you call the cops because they're drag racing on your street? Fifteen minutes later, <laughs> you see the mob yeah. pushing away the cops. What the fuck do you do? It's kind of who do you call? Don't you find it? Well, yeah, and don't you find it interesting that the Uvalde shooting, the narrative unraveled very quickly uh 
to the point where they buried it almost now. And they're oh, not allowing any story. It's a cover-up because I think yeah. I think it's kind of obvious even to the layman that like the rash of shootings that occurred over the last three months were all orchestrated. They were all on purpose and they were to push a narrative. And the harder they pushed, I think people were increasingly more turned off from the idea of giving up their weapons to defend themselves. And yeah. I, I think more and more people, especially in the suburbs, politicians notoriously live in their own little stupid bubbles. I don't think they realize that the, hey, come on, give up your guns narrative is not very popular with a lot of people. They think people forgot that we all lived through 2020. It was two <laughs> years ago, dude. Yes. I remember riots and the cops weren't coming. Like, what do you... you I'm never going to forget that. Like, Nobody's going to forget that. talking about the that. summer of love, dude? They really tried to make it seem like the mostly peaceful uh, burning riots. And, and uh, no. you know, it, it's weird. It, no, so Nothing like sitting in your van and you just watch this fucking bridge <laughs> go up and you're trapped in Gotham City. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, literally. It's like a fucking movie. And I swear <laughs> to God, like... Now they want to. You're right. You're nailing it. They are acting like because they forgot it, as in they. I'm talking legacy media and the politicians yeah. at large. They are pretending like 2020 and the riots and the violence and the burning of the cities and Chaz and the vaccine and the, mandates. And the vaccine mandates. And the fucking, oh, none yeah. of that none happened. Of happened. That didn't happen. And now they they think because they forgot it, they can move on and it's all honky dory. But it really really we all remember and we just kind of yeah, got we, we got quiet and we're just sitting back and we remember that's why you're not that's why nobody's <laughs> watching cnn dude because you watch cnn and they're they're like yeah all these people they think that we locked them in their houses and stuff what they're crazy i actually but, did some math on this mike you know i i told you there's some stats on podcasting and how there's like actively like about five hundred thousand actual active podcasters and i've I was yeah. kind of crunching some numbers and i figured yeah, probably a good chunk of those are about pol politics and all that stuff and i was like man you know it's probably about CNN's ratings, actually, now that I think about it. I think it's just <laughs> podcasters watching CNN to make fun of them. That's their ratings now. That's their whole audience. Yeah, it's just podcasters <laughs> getting material to make fun of them. To make fun yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, the math adds up. Yeah, it's about That's how many podcasts true. versus how many viewers they get. And I'm, I'm taking out half and then adding in a half like the yeah, nursing homes, nursing homes, sense. airports. You put it all together, you're like, yeah, there's no actual real people watching this shit. It's no way, dude. No, you're right, dude. That's a great point. <laughs> When I really crunched the numbers, CNN had uh, the it's worst all week. Hate watching. Yeah, it's just hate what people are just watching CNN <laughs> to make fun of them on their podcasts. I'm telling you, that's all. That's all the ratings are getting. <laughs> Poor Brian, dude. He's about to lose his job, dude. So, did you see the stat this weekend? CNN suffered their worst ratings loss, and or the worst amount of ratings they've had since like 2015. That was before yeah. Trump was in office, which is crazy, yeah. which also means they were really in the dumps before Trump. And then Trump came in, man, and just shot them to the moon. They really, well, there, there's always a, like, you know, they always lose whenever the Democrats are in power. You mean viewers? Yeah, because uh, you don't want to just watch somebody talk about how great everything is, you know? Right. So, you know, like when, when Obama was in, they were losing, they had low ratings because they couldn't talk shit about Obama. Oh, yeah. You weren't allowed to. Remember that? Yeah. So. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's Every, fucked up. Everyone forgets the Obama time. <laughs> oh, before Fauci? Before Fauci. No, he was still around, wasn't he? At that oh, time. he was there, but he, you know, in the shadows. Yeah, he wasn't mainstream yet. <laughs> uh, you know what I got is that clip of uh, Ted Koppel and Brian Stelter that was floating around. Oh yeah, that is beautiful. You ready for that action? This is good oh, stuff. Oh god, everybody, get your towel ready. Brian Stelter's about to sweat through your fucking headphones. <laughs> 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 you're gonna get so nervous for him you're gonna start sweating here <laughs> this fucking 
Ted cobbled them fucking man. He's oh about to, my god. He's about to show little Brian what it, life is like. This is you know? from a few years back, but uh it plays into Oh yeah, that's what's even sadder is it's not like yeah, that's what's even sadder is it's from a while ago. Yeah, it's Ted Koppel predicting the fate of Brian Stelter's life uh, years down the road. And, and <laughs> Brian Stelter's sweating like a pig because of it. Because he knows it's true. Money. 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 Donald Trump has been very, very good for baseball. He has been wonderful for the industry. Your boss acknowledged as much a number of number of months ago during the campaign. Les Moonves, Donald Trump, was, huh? It was Les Moonves who acknowledged it. Les Moonves it. also <laughs> acknowledged it, but so did the head of CNN. But that means that, what? That, that if ratings means, are up, that means what? That, oh, I the swear. ratings are up. It means <laughs> you can't do without Donald Trump. You would be lost without Donald Trump. Well, that CNN's, is what he says. Ted, you know that's not true. CNN's ratings would be in the toilet without Donald Trump. You know that's not true. You're, you're, you're playing for laughs. You've lived through enough presidencies to know. Oh, good joke, Ted. Good joke, Ted. Ted, you're hilarious. That's so out of reality. You're nuts. More presidents. What were the ratings before Trump and what are the ratings now? I would say uh, we might be up 20, we might be up 30%, we might be up 40%. If we go back down 40%, that's okay, too. Uh, well, it may not be okay. Of course it is. These networks are making so much money off of Trump, and thus we, we benefit from oh, it. I, tell me for a moment, if you will, let's get away from CNN all right, sensitive subject. No. Let's go to MSNBC. Is there a moment of the day when they are not focusing on Donald Trump or some intimately related subject? Oh, God. Wow. You know what that was like? That was like when you're uh, you have that buddy that's the best on the basketball court. Right. He always talks about how he should have been pro. Oh yeah. And then like an old retired NBA guy comes up and schools the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's Do you uh, know um there was uh, a viral clip this is years ago. Um this uh basketball player, uh if you're a Bulls or mainly Celtics fan, I think uh Brian Scalabrine. Uh, he played for both teams. He he kind of did the rounds around the NBA, but mostly a bench guy, you know, backup kind of center, power forward, right? Uh, yeah. But he was this giant, pale, redhead, kind of beastly guy. And uh, kind of compared to, like, the other ball players in the NBA, right? Kind of, I guess, I wouldn't say clumsy, but, you know, not a, not like a an all-star or whatever, right? He was called the White Mamba, you know, uh... Black Mamba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Mamba was Kobe Bryant's nickname. <laughs> yeah. He was the White Mama, Bri uh, Mamba, uh, Brian Scalabrine. Anyways, a few years ago, well after his retirement, a, a video went around of him getting challenged um, in some like one-on-one -on -one in a court, like in some random gym against a young guy who thought he could take on Brian Scalabrine. And uh, I think... I want to say Scalabrine goes like 10 for 10 and just totally owns this guy. Oh, sure, dude. And he just, compared to a guy on the street, Brian Scalabrine is just the biggest just freak of athletic nature and just dominated this guy. Yeah, dude. Prof dude professional. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between professional <laughs> and just fucking <laughs> hobbyist. You yeah, know what dude. I mean? It's... it's it's yeah. it's amazing when you see these guys compete with average people. I was on a softball team, and one of the dudes on it played Triple uh, A and uh, was on like the farm team for the Rockies for about a year. Right, got injured and never made it back. Uh, absolute monster of a human, and he was yeah. on the softball team. And these softball leagues, you're allowed two home runs a game per team, right? And then it's considered like a double or something. You know what I mean? Cuz right, everyone could crush yeah. it. Well, he would come up and crush a home run and then he'd crush a home run and then <laughs> everything else was just a double for this guy and he would usually <laughs> he would yawn and just crush this ball out, but 
it, it, it's amazing seeing these guys who even were semi-pro. They're incredible oh, yeah. athletes, man, compared to the average folk. Uh, like even even the even like good collegiate is like amazing. Oh yeah, dude. I, dude, I the, yeah, it's professional. When you get to professional, <clears throat> I don't think you get they under like people understand. That's like these guys. They're showing up hungover. They don't even give a fuck, and they're playing. <laughs> you know I mean? Man, seriously, it's it's it be, they're so good that it's just a job for them. <laughs> I mean, we talked you about know? Jordan's flu game, which is now considered his hangover game, and it's hangover one of the greatest game. like performances in the yeah. finals. Like, <laughs> you know? man, can you imagine being hungover and playing basketball in front of millions of people? That's absolute insanity. Baseball, I feel like you could yeah. pull off. Sitting on the bench half the time, walk up to hit the ball. You go, o for, <laughs> you go o for three. No one's gonna really question your day. Yeah, that's okay. true. You know, as long as you got a good, as long as you got a good pitcher, you're not fielding. That's what I'm balls. saying. You yeah, know? you're out in right field. Yeah. You're not playing a lot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> baseball, <laughs> even professional baseball. I feel like you could definitely get away with a couple hangover games here and there. You could probably even get away with a couple drunk games if you played your cards right. Oh. Dude, Babe Ruth was drunk every time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Literally smoking his fucking cigar while running the bases. Like, come on. He's, he's considered the greatest. They need to bring smoking back to baseball. I would love to. I'd love to see coaches smoking just big fat stoves on the sidelines, you know? That would be hilarious to just go back to, like, the cigar in the mouth while you're at the fucking... Yeah. You're up to bat. Yeah. <laughs> They gotta bring that back. Come on, it's, it's, it's a little more theatrical. Yeah. <laughs> well, that Man, was. Did you hear about uh, Sean Bradley? Did we talk about that before? No, enlighten me on the Sean Bradley. You know who I'm talking about? Um, Who's the guy in Space Jam? Yeah, I was a basketball player. Yeah. Uh, basketball player. Yeah. Dude, he's fucking paralyzed. What? Yeah, he got hit by a car while riding his bike. What? And now he's paralyzed from the neck down. And he's fucking 7'6". Wow. Like 350 pounds. That is unreal, man. Yeah. So now they're like, dude, I, I keep like hearing things about him and it's so sad. I can't believe that. That, yeah. So. <laughs> it takes like a team of people to move him. Really? He's huge. He is absolutely enormous. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's I. St I have a picture with him, and it is the funniest looking thing in the world, man. You, th that's Sean Bradley that you're with. Yeah, the one where I'm in my, I'm literally in my army uniform, <laughs> yeah. and he looks like he could step on me like I'm a bug. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh he man. Had to, he had to like lean over to put his hand on my shoulder. That's how tall <laughs> he was. I'm so blown away. I had no idea he was paralyzed. Oh, dude, it's the saddest thing. He like wrote this whole article. Did it like about just how, happen like, in January? Not too long ago. Last but... year, January twenty twenty one, I think. Oh yeah, it's been at least a year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's been a while. But I know in the article he wrote this whole thing about how like his whole life that was like the greatest gift from God was him being tall. <clears throat> you know? Wow. Like everything his life was built around him being big. And then now, at the end, it's the worst burden. Wow. Now it's just this limp, 350-pound, seven-foot body. Holy cow. It's so sad. Yeah. Man. And is there any road to recovery for him on this? No. And I, did, I didn't know this, but apparently... Dude, apparently it's a big thing with these like basketball players when they get older, they'll have like a fall and they just get they're paralyzed because they're so big. Like the spine breaks, you know. Oh man. Yeah, that kind of height, there's definitely a burden. Yeah. I'm not saying like every one of them, but it's more common, uh, you know, than like it's more likely going to happen to one of the basketball players than me or you. We're five feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, not that big of a fall. <laughs> my, my spine is two feet long. That's good. <laughs> Giant people don't tend to live very long lives either, I feel like. They kind of, uh, 
right? Yeah, like true. people who are of enormous stature, I feel like their hearts can't really sustain. And you know, see, I but think I think the NBA is kind of, I think the NBA is proving that wrong because like nowadays these guys are living normal length. I think it has to do with how you work out the heart and strengthen it. And I'm stuff, sure that has I mean? a thing to do with that, and the genetics have improved. I mean, now the basketball players like. Their parents were basketball players who like That's banged true. supermodels and then they birthed these like supermodel hybrid basketball That's players. True. And so these are just like the prime humans that we have going at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the truth though. It's the absolute truth. Yeah, it really is. Well, you know, Steph Curry, his dad was Del Curry, NBA player who banged a supermodel or a model or whatever. You know what I'm saying? A higher caliber female, I imagine. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And then so that's, they... how, that's what you that's what you need for a champion. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. genetics, when, man. Come when you on. take a poor farmer from Italy and a poor farmer from Poland, you get two poor podcasts. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Ixo facto science, people. Little science, little god. It's, it's genetics. Yeah, it's genetics and god. That's how it works. I always say I was born to be poor because I'm happier with the less I have. So. <laughs> that's right. Hey, you know what? I think that's true for most people, honestly. Yeah, joke, joke's on you, Klaus. <laughs> I already own nothing, and I'm pretty damn happy. You will eat the bugs, and you will be happy. <laughs> as long as I can wash it down with a cheap beer. Uh, all right, Klaus. Eat the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Mike, you're going to own nothing. You're going to be happy, dude. Come on. You're going to be excited. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Really? Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. To live in the Klaus Schwab world? I've, I've said it before, man. Like, in the army, there's a piece to just... There is a there is a piece that comes with turning over all the complicated decisions in your life to somebody else. This is coming you from know? someone who uh, experienced being in... Military in the military, being a slave, being a slave. Years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Were you at Kaepernick? That's really more like being a slave. <laughs> wow, you're right. Kaepernick, go join the army. Do you think if Kaepernick, you know how served... I know? You know how I know because I just walked out with like nothing. That's Not amazing. Millions no, of I, dollars. I'm in actually contract with Nike. You know, you just peaked my. You just. Oh wow. So, do you think Colin Kaepernick would think how he does about America if he had served about two years in the military or no. did some basic training and then went on to play football? No. no, he'd be a completely different man. Everybody. That's why we need. We need to start. We need to stop pussifying our military. We need to go back to being men in the military. And we we need to just uh, and we also need to and then stop send everybody and, there for two years. First thing yeah. we gotta stop doing is giving them these booster shots because apparently nobody wants to join the army because they're all getting these booster shots. Nobody wants to fucking booster shots. And then they saw how all your fucking soldiers had no choice. <laughs> so I'm gonna join now, and then next year when some other bullshit gets leaked from a lab, <clears throat> I gotta fucking take your another vaccine. Do you think they're going to make everyone in the army get this uh, monkeypox vaccine? <laughs> I think it's coming. Yeah. I bet you they're are I bet you they're already. Well, no. The United no, States. They ordered. already they are Yeah, but they already do smallpox in the military. Oh, Mike, come on. They could just create a new pox. They got to make some money, baby. Uh, they got to sell those money, vaccines, yeah. dude. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> I swear to God, they're coming back. They need some sort of a uh, vaccine push. I don't know what's going on, but I know it's coming. There's something, man. I mean, they tried this. Uh, we joked about it with the Sesame Street shit from last week, but I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're they're down to the kids. They're on Sesame Street now. They're come on, kids, come on, come here. Here, here is the uh, here's uh, here's the drag queen, and let the drag queen put the uh, Fauci uh, shot in you there. Come on. I think that I think it has more. I don't know. I think it just the the recruitment thing has a lot to do with pride and who's going to volunteer to fight for an army if they're not 
proud of the country and believe in what that country stands for. You know what I mean? It takes a lot to sign up and put your life on the line, man. Right. I'm not saying your life is always in danger when you join, but you're literally turning over Mm -hmm. autonomy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Of your life to the, like, that's it. They say you're going here, you're packing your bags and you're going. Like, and it's just, I don't know. I don't man. know, man. <laughs> yeah, we said it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty shocked what's going on with the shots, only because I read essentially in the same weekend that they're having issues with recruitment in the army. Uh, the same time we're having pilots, pilot shortages, shortages and yeah. striking because of these shots. And I don't know if you paid attention to the uh, news. Cops. Yeah, you're having cop shortages. Firemen. Firemen. And uh, everyone already knew about the medical stuff. And then now uh, the military thing is really bothering me. I think that we have some serious issues going on here. And we've talked about it too. In as far as these inoculations being some sort of, (laughs) you know, eugenics program, uh, are we like willingly knocking out our military? Because that would be really messed up. That'd be terrible. That's why I'm saying I don't think they're doing it willingly. I think they're just you followed the wrong god. Followed the wrong god, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of uh, leaning on that a little bit. When we were talking earlier about the fat dude in the underwear twerking in front of the kids at the pride parade in Twin Cities that uh, went viral, uh. I realized, like, when Emma and I were talking about it, we discussed how, like, how that happens. You know, like, how do we as a society get there? And I feel like it has a lot to do with the fact that we're dealing with people who do not fear their maker or they do not fear a consequence for their actions. And this yeah. is this is what we are, this is, we're witnessing it. It's, this is the live manifestation of people who who will just do these disgusting acts and they don't believe there are consequences for this. Because there's not. Well, maybe not here, but they don't even fear some sort of, like, spiritual consequence. And I think that's why we've seen this massive degradation in our society. There are people who don't even hold, like... So I was kind of... When I watched that video, I was just like, man, we... To see that, like, there's that one lesbian chick who walks up and has the little girl wave to the dude while he's twerking, and it's just a fat guy in underwear. That's all it is. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so gross. There is he's nothing to do with anything. And all I could think of is, what happened here, man? This should be disturbing to people, and instead we're, we're celebrating it. We've entered a very bad era here. This is really bad. Like... The little girl shouldn't be waving. That woman should run up to the little girl, cover her eyes, and pull her away from the crowd. That should have been the reaction. Yeah, she should have never been there. Right. Really weird. But again, like I said, like and yeah. for that guy, hey man, okay, you're you're gay. You want to celebrate it? Cool. You're twerking in your underwear in front of a little child. Does that not bother you? Like your own actions right now don't bother you because that means you have no morals morals whatsoever. Dude, the reason it offends us is because we know the truth is that he's getting off on it. That's I know. Well, it's it's that's why it's offensive. Mike, you know, it's turtles all the way down. It's pedos all the way down, dude. That's all it is. (laughs) All the way down. It's pedophiles. No matter which way you freaking look at it, dude. And that's what bothers me about this freaking world right now. They they are just normalizing the grooming, and they are it, it has reached just disturbing levels. It's crazy. Well, we're, yeah, it's gonna turn back. I think the uh, I don't know. You know, uh, I, I think the pride. <laughs> I think the pride. I think this Pride Month it just left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, man, I'm fired up. I've been fired up about it all week, honestly. Like we spent a whole month one, dealing man. with this shit, and now we everyone wants to take away our one day. Joe Biden cancels the fireworks show over Mount Rushmore. Yeah, get the fuck we just out had of a here, whole dude. month of bullshit, and you want to take away the one day? The one day? Can't celebrate America for one day. Like that. You know, y'all fucking <laughs> talked about Juneteenth. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You gave Juneteenth a weekend. 
You took over Father's Day, man. Yeah. You're hell-bent on destroying the nuclear family. You want to dis- you hate America and you want to celebrate these bullshit bogus holidays you've created in the last 10 years. Dude, this is 1984. This is Orwell. Nothing before. No, that's what they have this to do. So they crazy. have to, They have to take away the flag. They have to take away the holiday because they don't want you to celebrate America anymore. Right? You have to ce- you have to celebrate the movement. You know? Celebrate the Democratic Party. God, I've just I've been boiling Ah, here it is. Happy Independence Day. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new gods for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. All right. Wow, man, that is so powerful, dude. Man, the balls to write that, you know, in a time, and you just you're executed. You know. Hell yeah. I could have let it go for the full ten minutes, and I wanted to. Oh, so good. <laughs> but I felt like that beginning, as we all know, the preamble mostly <clears throat> is just. You know, they go on to list the, essentially what the king did as a tyrant. And hey, man, we're dealing with some tyranny ourselves these days, I feel like. Uh, you know, and now the, the tyrant is, in, is, is corporations. <clears throat> it's the, uh, you know. Yeah, it's the globalism. It is globalism. We, we are, the, this whole globalist agenda is the tyrant we are, we are battling right now. It's really wild. And the, bat, and the war is on for our minds. That's what kind of concerns really, me the yeah. most. Yeah, they they have won many battles over the over the mines, but again, kind of does feel like people are pushing back a little bit, or like the in, news this in week. Places, yeah. Oh, the news this week: a million people to switch to the right. Uh, you would be hard pressed to convince me four years ago a million voters nationally would switch to the Republican Party. That's true. That's true. So. We're not alone in thinking uh, not only has one side gone too far, you're scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. And this whole I hate this country, it doesn't jive with me at all. And it's my number one, no, no, no. I don't think so. (laughs) It's the greatest greatest country that ever was. Yeah. Conversation's it's the over. Country that it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're not having a conversation. If you're, if your point is, I hate this country, fuck this country. Well, we're not having a conversation. We're having an argument now. 
immediately. <laughs> this yeah. is a freaking argument. Yeah. And I'm going oh, to you know argue I, you. you. Know, dude, you know what I heard, which I, I didn't know it was true, but it's 100% true. You know, like, uh, they always, the, the left loves to cite these happiness reportings of, like, you know, people in Switzerland are more happier overall. Oh, yeah, right? right. Do you know that's, that is 100% true? Overall, people in Switzerland are happier than people in America. Hmm. But if you take out Democrats, we're way happier. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, conservatives in America are happier. I don't so trust polling, yourselves. dude. Have you seen polls? I love to look at polls, and then you have to check out the N. It's either, if it's a good poll, they'll put it at the beginning, right? The N is the number that they've polled. Oh, yeah, that's really funny to look at. Yeah. And it's it's always bogus. Like, uh, I, it's never a poll of, like, a million people. Like, we polled a million people <laughs> across the United States. And this is uh, what everyone's saying. It's always like 500 people in New York. Or if we wanted to lean another way, it's, (laughs) you know, 800 people in Charleston. You know, like they're always like (laughs) going in these weird directions with it. And you look at the numbers. You're like, yeah, all right. I don't think I really believe your polls very much. They don't really, I think, reflect the country. Look, you could come to Colorado and pull 500 people in Boulder, and then pull another 500 people in Colorado Springs, and you would get a totally different answer, man. Your your response, whatever the question is, right, politically speaking, you're going to get a total left or a total right-leaning response. Colorado Springs is the, uh, we have an Air Force base there. Yeah, more conservative. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to get a very, it's just a, two different worlds, but... An hour and a half apart. Do yeah. you really have your snapshot of America if you go and poll 500 people and ask them what they think about mask mandates? Right? Especially if it's like a CNN poll. That's what I'm like, saying. What is, it? Is, this, yeah. is this CNN viewers? Like, Jesus. I don't, I don't know. I just don't trust polls. I think right or left, there's an agenda with these polls and they pick precisely their regions that they ask these questions and then, you know. They get the answer they want, essentially. Yeah. And that's my theory. That's a good theory. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to do a pee break? Yeah, we're going to go for break here. I'm trying to find uh, your jams that I uploaded. Oh, we got a little jam going? I can't uh, seem to find... It was a lot of... uh... Can't seem to find the time, you know what I mean? (laughs) That's right. Seems like they're here somewhere, but I have to get them in. You know, I was obsessed with the, uh, I was very into getting the Ray, Ch- Ray Charles in there. So I wasn't oh, able to was get, good, yeah. that was good, yeah, you know. I couldn't help myself, but, uh. You think he's blind? I do, but I have, you know, my theory that, <laughs> you know, my theory that, uh. You see that video where he catches the mic? No, you're thinking of Stevie Wonder. Stevie, oh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie yeah, Wonder right, can right. do a perfect drum solo. Okay. Perfect drum solo. How does he know where the symbols are? <laughs> don't tell Intuition, me. Don't man. tell me Intuition, he feels it. Dude. No, no, no. Number one, how's it? Okay. Uh, Number two, there's the video. It. There is a famous video where the mic stand starts to fall and he grabs it with like sp- Spider Man like yeah. reflexes, like literally <laughs> yeah. superhuman. The guy catches it, he sees it better than anybody in the world. He catches this microphone stand. He's <laughs> blind. I got so. And then there's a famous story here in Colorado of Nederland, which is a small mountain town outside of Boulder. Uh, for many years, uh, I want to say the 70s and 80s, probably more of the 80s, um, Joe Walsh, I want to say, he had a recording studio up there. Many artists recorded up there, and uh, there's a famous story about um, Paul McCartney, uh, Stevie Wonder, Joe Walsh, and I can't remember the other character that was there. They were uh, downtown getting drunk at one of the bars, and they let Stevie Wonder drive home. And it's just a famous story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 
I don't know how true it is, but you talk to any local who's been around for the last several decades, they tell you it really happened. So I don't know. I can't. I can't verify or vouch. Rumor, legend. You'll have to look it up yourself, folks. All right, McCartney. He's he is British, so like you know. A blind, drunk American's definitely better driving than a Brit. Yeah, and I was going to say, if Paul was on the right passenger side, he could have theoretically taken hold of the wheel and it'd be like driving in Britain. Oh, it'd right? probably be yeah, yeah. He was probably steering. That's from what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Frank, you're, yeah, see, I'm, you're I a know. real PI there. I'm always you know? thinking ahead, you know. I just <laughs> Outside the box. <laughs> this whole we drive in London. All right. Let's <laughs> 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 Spot on. Spot on the <laughs> <laughs>